We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. So we're knotted up. Abreu in scoring position for Chaz McCormick, who swings and drives one up the alley in left center. It falls for the base hit. Jankowski cuts it off. Abreu scores. McCormick's at second with an RBI double. Back-to-back run-scoring doubles give Houston a 12-11 lead here in the ninth with only one out. What a wild ride it was today at Globe Life Field <laughs> between the Houston Astros and your Texas Rangers. It's the get right for Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula, Regal Mendoza holding down for you here on your turn. Oh, on. Why don't do that to him. What just happened? Yeah, you're going to have to play that clean one more game. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. We'll, we'll come back to that here in just a moment. Of course, that was Matt Hicks on the call. For your Texas Rangers. Lorangers. Lorangers. Not so much today. Oh, wow. That's, that was reckless. Well, so was their wow. pitching in the ninth inning. Good God. Just shots. Work. Coming to get that work today. Wow. We're only doing this once this week. Coming to get all the work are the Rangers. Are we really only doing this once this week? That's right. Wow. That's so we got to right. get it out of our system. All of it out of right the system okay. today. That's right. I'm That's a, right. I'll turn it. I'll turn the level up. I was only turned <laughs> up to like five. Whoa. Turn that baby all the way up to 10, baby. Okay. All the way up to 10. At Kevin Gray Sports, at Reds at a tool. If you want to get at us on Twitter, we're with you until 11 o'clock tonight here on your home with the Cowboys and Texas Rangers. Coming up at 820, Nick Angstad of Locked On Mavericks. Going to be joining us to recap what was the weekend of Mavericks free agency as they try to continue to improve their team later on this week when restricted free agents can start signing deals. We'll talk a little Mavericks basketball at 820. But we kick off our conversations tonight. We're also live on Twitch mm-hmm. at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan What's up, Juvie Juice? Big Tuck Nasty. See you. And on YouTube as well. Search 105 through the fan on YouTube. Eastside Harrow, I see you. Loki Joker, I see all y'all in there. Mm-hmm. Come hang out with us uh, on 4th of July Eve here on 105.3 The people, Fan. Do people really say that? No, I just made it up. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it sounded good, so I just went and said it. Went Did that it. sound good? 877-881-1053. Mm-hmm, Let them know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lo- That's right, 940. Come out the gate hot in these streets. Speaking of not hot. Just unnecessary. Uh, the Rangers' bullpen wasn't in the ninth inning. Unfortunately, what was a wild baseball game today at Globe Life Field. At one point, the Astros up 10-2. to two. And the Astros said, uh, hold my beer while we blow this lead. All the way to the point (laughs) where the Rangers are able to not only come back, shout out to Adolis Garcia, which we'll get to in just a moment, uh, but the Rangers took the lead going into the ninth inning. And unfortunately, Will Smith gave it up to have the Rangers fall 12-11 to 
at Globe Life Field. And now, yes, the Rangers still have what I believe is a three-game lead over the Houston Astros. It is indeed three games. Um, But they lose three of four to the guys in Houston and now are 10 and 15 in their last 25 games. Should we be concerned about the Rangers a little bit heading into the All-Star break? A little bit. I, I, I would personally say a little bit. I'm not no former Major League pitcher. You can hear that every weekday mm. from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the KNC Masterpiece. That's Mike Bassett got you covered. That's good. I like um, that. It is your home of your Rangers, man. You mm-hmm. got you to gotta let them know. But mm-hmm. I, I, I have a little bit of concern. And watching this game fully illustrated one of them, not all of them, but one of them, right? Um, the offense was, 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 was popping in a way that it needed to be. But um, the fact that your starter, Martin Perez, who is, you know, lovely gentleman, Went one and a third. Oh, boy. Yeah, one and a third today. And this is the thing about the one and the third, right? This has not been a good season for him. And I, I think it's okay for us to say that. we uh, There was a lot of folks that in the general optimism of the team and the way that it's been going for, you know, the whole squad, you know, and of course, they're the hometown team. They're the good guys, right? We all want to be largely positive. But we kind of couched some of his struggles in, well, he plays poorly on the road, but at home he's been playing great. He's been playing lights out. And, like, I always find those splits to be funny because there's not really a large – there shouldn't be something so distinguishing that would make a home road split that large, right, like that big of a discrepancy. And it feels like you just give it enough time and it'll even out, and it feels like we're getting the even out in, like, the not the good way. And, look – also, if you want to, if if you hear me saying sample size leveling out, and you know, are looking at me saying, okay, but you're reacting to the one game against the Astros, I hear you. That's fair. However, I feel like when I watched Martin Perez pitch the last few times, my general feeling, and again, feeling, right? I'm not basing this part off of numbers. Is oh man, they hitting him, like they hitting him. And so I uh, I love baseball savant. It's tied to MLB.com. It's something that. Um, does a great job with a lot of the advanced numbers, but also it does it in sort somewhat of a visual way to help some of us uh, dum-dums uh, get kind of what's <laughs> happening here. And the tough part about it is I was looking at Martin Perez because I was like, hey, man, what's happening? Well, actually, one of the things is I wanted to identify one of his pitches that, for, uh, again, huge, uh, not huge baseball head like me. I was like, all right, I need to figure out what that pitch is. Ultimately, it was his, uh, I think it was his changeup. Mm-hmm. Figured that out. And then I looked over at his percentile rankings. And, ooh, boy, right, when we talk about the exit velocity against him, right, average exit velocity, he is in the 39th percentile. What do percentiles mean, KG? Oh, I lost my whole train of thought. I'm so sorry. Sorry. All right, no, it's good. 39th, <laughs> like, percentiles, like, of the of the larger group, yes. where would you Where, where would, would you, you fall in rank? Yes. <laughs> 99th percentile is very high. 100th percentile good. is quite literally at the top. Yes. He's in the 39th in that range. Oh, that's not good. Hard hit percentile. 50, uh, percentage, 54th percentile, middle of the road. Mm-hmm. ERA against, 22nd percentile. Batting average against, 9th percentile. There's, yeah, no, that, there's no numbers outside, just ninth. Those aren't good. Strikeout percentage, 7th percent. And it, you just it look all the way around. It's like, hey, man, this has not been a good season for him. And it makes me wonder, like, we saw what he was in 2021. Yeah. You signed him in 22 and fantastic season. No one can take that away. And I, I start looking around and I go, are we seeing – a little bit of regression back to what maybe you could even call the mean with Martine. And that's one of the things that concerns me because not just because like, I mean, Martine, you gave him a reasonable uh, contract understanding that he had an outstanding season, but Mm -hmm. maybe that wasn't going to translate. The thing that stinks is you've had the injury to Jacob DeGrom. And so like 
the starting pitching that's necessary. And also, it becomes necessary because of how good the rest of the team has been, right? Yep. Like, it's still within this context of good, but you, Evaldi's been great. All-star, all-star pitching. Maybe he might even start. Might be the starter, game. yeah. That'd be really fun. John Gray, who on the low has had a very good season as well. And then Martin Perez is kind of your third best pitcher, starter, at least in theory, except he's had this tough season. So that's the concern for me is like, ooh, as we near the trade deadline, that might be another thing that you need to look at, obviously, with the DeGrom injury. But then also Martin Perez, who you were hoping would be another one of those guys in that rotation to help it be solid, has not been that. Yeah, I think one of the things for Perez that's concerning is, and I'll have to look up and find it because one of the things that's made Martin Perez so good is his ability to pitch on the edges. And a guy that is, if he's living around the edges, that means he's near the strike zone. He's being able to get himself and get his pitches over. And I'm interested to see where that is as far as the 2023 season is concerned for Martin Perez. But look, this for the larger context of the AL West and what it means for the Rangers, you drop three or four to the Astros who have been good, not great throughout the course of the first half of the year, but now got some real confidence after taking three or four in your own ballpark. You still maintain your three-game lead. As we mentioned, just 10 and 15 in your last 25. This is a team that's looking like, I'm talking about the Rangers now, looking like a team that might need the all-star break a little bit to be able to regroup. And then once they come back from the all-star break, hopefully finding some more help in the bullpen because, yes, coming into today's game, Will Smith 14 of 15 in save opportunities but just was not able to get it done once again. And Chaz McCormick, who was a thorn in the side of the Texas Rangers throughout the course of this four-game series, came up big again today for this team. And this was after all the work that this Rangers offense did to get them back into this game. At one point down 6-0, then down 10-2, and then are able to get this thing all the way back to where they had the lead going into the ninth. Just a tough way to end what was a difficult series for this team, given the perspective that this team is trying to look at going into the All-Star break here. Now, one of the things about it, you mentioned um, the Will Smith thing, and like that made me think about Bruce Bochy, who has been doing a great job of kind of being a steadying hand on the wheel. Mm-hmm. I know there was a lot of people that looked up and were like, all right, Raldis Chapman in the eighth. Interesting. Also, why are you not letting him stay out there? Finish down the ninth, yeah. He handled his business quickly in the eighth. I think some of this is like, man, Bruce Bochy's, well, one, he's done this a lot, right? Like, he, And he has the bona fides to be able to hold up his, uh, his accolades in this way. I think also, like, there's the human element of these things, man. We always have to remember. You're not playing MLB the show, right? I think that there's something to be said for Will Smith and what he has been for you and the way he's held you down. And, like, I imagine that Bruce Bochy looked up and was like, I'm not just taking his job, right? Like, I'm not just taking that from him. Um, and maybe today is enough. Maybe you'll see it over time. But, like, if it's pretty obvious that Rollis Chapman probably has the better profile of your closer, you know, if you were going to view it in that particular sense. Um, and so, with that being the case, like, I feel like it was one of those, it's still your job. If it if If things change, that's fine. But, like, to start with, we're not going to immediately just yank you out of this place. Um, and speaking of uh, percentile, um, red is good on this. Blue is bad uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to these percentiles because I don't want to throw a whole bunch of numbers at sure. the audience. But I'm going to have you, KG, your reaction serve as the barometer for what these numbers look like uh, when it comes to Araldis Chapman when I show you his percentile rankings in the MLB. Red is good? Yes. 
Yeah, he's excellent. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of red there. A lot, of, a lot of red there uh, when it comes to Rivaldo Chapman. I mean, look, here's what Bochy had to say after the game when, you know, posed with the idea of Rivaldo Chapman potentially becoming the closer, saying, quote, I'm not going to go there now because Smitty has been doing such a great job. That's not what we're even thinking about right now. The eighth, he was big too. Those are important innings, seventh, eighth, ninth. We need to put zeros up there too. I'll leave it at that, end quote. So right now, at least for the moment, Bruce Bochy still having the confidence in Will Smith to be the guy that locks it down in the ninth inning. You're going to need him. You're going to need that confidence, You're right? You're going to need like, him, yeah. One of the things that people were like, all right, well, Will Smith is your good you know, bullpen pitcher before you end up adding Raldis Chapman. You can't have it to be a place where – you do anything to harm that confidence because you still need him within the context of all of this, even if you're going to add another bullpen arm. So we'll see if this bullpen issue, or excuse me, this end of game situation changes anytime soon for the Texas Rangers, given how Chapman has come in and been able to pitch so far. Unfortunately, Smith giving it up today. Someone, though, who had a, another fantastic moment in what has been a terrific season for him so far i feel like we also got to acknowledge right the reason why you are finishing a series on a monday is because the the rangers are in the midst of a 16 game and 16 day stretch like i True. think when you mentioned that this team might be fiending for the all-star break that's also some of it and i i mean i don't know how much i can blame that because the baseball season is what it is where there's co- you know it is this constant go mm-hmm. but i'm sure that that's that plays a little part of it as well uh adolis garcia tying it up at 10 with this shot here one inning each. Garcia swings here, hits a high drive to left center. McCormick at the track at the wall. He looks out of here. We're tied up. Adolis Garcia, his 21st home run of the year. It is 10 to 10. What a moment for him, man. It's, and the reason why I play that moment is because, of course, he and Nathan Evaldi were named to the all-star team as well, giving your Texas Rangers uh, six all-stars this year yes. in the Midsummer Classic, the most in the American League. And for Garcia, look, at that point, and then, of course, they get the the other run uh, on the sack fly by Corey Seager that scored Leota Tavares uh, to give them the 11-10 lead. And you're thinking, the Rangers have completed this comeback and they're going to finish this thing off and somehow walk away with a split of this incredibly wild series between the two of these teams. Right. I feel like we just need to stop because I've done a lot of being negative, which is my, you know, I have a penchant to do. I apologize for that. Um, how impressive is it that you go down six to nothing? Is yeah. That, that's it? Six nothing. And because, then 10-2. Right. And they they find offense. They put together an inning and it just hits. Because, I mean, Christian Javier also got hit pretty hard for the Astros. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like we just got to take a second to appreciate, obviously, Adolis, obviously, Corey Seager. It's, it just felt like it was the whole damn lineup was like, all right, well, our guy did not have his best day. We will come through and try and help cover that. And that's one of the things that I've just been amazed and has been fascinating about this team. I mean, again, I think Brian brought us in, the, in one of the breaks, said it really great, and it, it frames this really well. The reason why we can be frustrated, why we can be so frustrated and emotionally invested in this is just because how good they've been. Yes, and the way that they have played so far this season, you would want them to continue to play the kind of baseball that we've seen so far this year. Somebody who also had a a big day as well. Uh, Shout out to Travis Jankowski, who was absolutely sensational today. Here's the 2-0. 
And that ball is driven high and deep to right field. First home run of the season for Travis Jankowski. Oh, you bet. Travis Jankowski launches one to right. He'll touch them all with Young and Heim ahead of him. And he's brought the Rangers back to within shouting distance here. It's 10-5. And that's when the game kind of got like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, hold on. Yeah. So this really isn't over yet. But at the same time, it eventually was because the bullpen couldn't hold it down after getting them the lead. So the Texas Rangers, unfortunately, fall today. But at the same time, still a terrific first half for them. 50 and 35 on the season. But you mentioned when, when we come back to the idea of are you concerned? You mentioned over the last 25. What's the record? 10 and 15. So, I mean, look, I they're going to need a little time to be able to rest off of the all-star break i think also like something that people have been clamoring for for months now it feels like is they're gonna have to do some work at the trade deadline and it's it's an interesting buyer seller type dynamic when it comes to when you look across the league because there's teams that we did not anticipate being in a seller situation i think uh the new york mets just executed a trade to sell one of their uh bullpen arms so i, I we're getting to this place where um obviously you you did a lot of work to build up a lead and now you're seeing maybe some of that, some of the regression that you anticipated in some ways. Now I think it's incumbent upon Chris Young um, to go in and bolster this roster mm-hmm. when you get to the trade deadline to, you know, put it in a place where they are best suited to go and compete in the way that it kind of looks like they have an opportunity to once we get closer to the end of the year. But it's 85 games, right? Like we are, we are still in the thick of this. This isn't over one way or another. Another. So there's there's a lot of Rangers baseball to still be seen over the season. For the one 7 man, if you were closing the book on this game after we were up by one, you haven't watched this bullpen. Look, I know this bullpen struggled all season long. Obviously, that was the reason why they got, you know, Araldis Chapman. But, damn it, it felt like destiny at that point. You come back from being down 6 nothing. You were down 10-2. They get you the lead going into the ninth inning. Come on, Will. Hold it down for one inning. Okay? Also, just the storybook nature of it all. Yeah, like, come it on, was, man. It was roller coaster, Like, it was man. wild. <laughs> and you're like, all right, just for one, can you hold it down one inning for today and close the door on what has been a terrific comeback by this team. All the resilience that the Rangers showed today. You thought your man Will Smith would at least hold it down for that one inning to close the door and get a split of the series. And unfortunately, that did not happen today. And you're right, 6 two, two series left. Obviously, you're starting with Boston tomorrow and Fenway. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Rangers fall today 12-11 to 11 in heartbreaking fashion at Globe Life Field. 50 and 35 on the season as they get ready for another day game tomorrow when they take on the Boston Red Sox. It's the get right for Reggie KG right here on 105.3 The Fans. Speaking of teams that can't get right. Oh, wow. Mavericks and free agency. What's up with you in these shots? Told you we got to get it in today, man. Uh, what have been your impressions of the Mavericks free agency thus far? Let's talk about it next on the get right. You like offense? You've come to the right place.
What have your impressions been of the Mavericks free agency thus far? It's the get right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Regal Mendoza holding it down for you. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app here on the day before the 4th of July at Kevin Gray Sports at Reg Atatula on Twitter coming up in. <laughs> should we should we update other um, social media sites as well, considering what happened this weekend? Okay. Uh, quick aside for a quick second. We're going to get to the It's going to take 13 minutes. In, in, no, in just a second. Okay. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. About how many minutes? About two minutes. Start the clock. Okay. Question. What the hell is a spill? Oh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, who? Okay, so that's a, a app, a social media app that is currently only on Apple. Okay. Um, that is supposed to be for the culture. Do you know what that means? Yep. So I don't have yep. to thank yep. you. I Fantastic. I don't want to, I don't want to have to explain yep. that. Yeah, I got further. it. Yep. Um, yeah, and it comes. I kind of look like you. I got it. It comes with all, <laughs> it comes with all the good and bads of that. It, it seems oh, like really? thus far. Yep. Oh, yep. wow. Yep. Okay. Yep. So right. I, it's, it's just another one of those places where everybody's like, yo, we need to we need to find our exit just in case. Um, so we're going to just spill it. I am not because I have an Android at this I point. I like this song, by the way. We'll I like see. what you're doing back there. Oh, yeah. Great song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I'm not until they decide they're going to make an Android app, and then maybe I'll see. Okay. I was just curious because I saw that trend. Do, do you have your exit plan for tri- Twitter that seems like it's burning down? Also, if you hmm. use TweetDeck. I don't know how many people actually do. I this. don't even use TweetDeck. I I did, but apparently within 30 days they just put out new t- new TweetDeck today, and within 30 days mm-hmm. you will have to have a verified uh, blue check mark, which means you, you would have to pay for Twitter in order to use it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, they're commodifying everything on Twitter now. And or Lucy, Lucy, you on spill? You on spill? Is that a yes? No, he. I think he's waiting for. He's waiting for invite code. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's waiting, he's waiting for, oh, waiting for invite he's code. Coming. He's coming. Oh, okay. 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 I can't hear you, but as soon as I get an Android version, I'm out of here. For sure. <laughs> oh, okay. So you just wait. You're not gonna get the iPhone though. He just refused to get the what, iPhone. What you behind a social media app? You want me to get a whole nother phone? I mean, iPhone is the better of the two. Get all right, we're not we're not going through. We're that. not having the time for that. Show two minutes, by the way. All right, cool. that was it right you, there. Well, you got you got about twenty seconds. Hey, don't tell him that. Oh, thank you, Rigo. Why for, you tell him thank that? you for no, being responsible. It's counted up fourteen, thirteen, twelve. All right, all right, all right. We're good. We're good. Okay, thanks, cool. thanks, <laughs> thank you. Uh, I was just curious what that was because I saw that trend. I was like, what the hell is a spill? I don't think I'll spill my tea on that just yet. Uh, speaking of spilling, it seems like the Mavericks have been doing that so far. Uh, when it comes to the lack of, oh, okay, I was like, yeah. I don't know what the context lack of, that is. of spilling. Oh, sure, okay, we'll let it. Yeah, mm-hmm. relax. Yep, uh, I didn't do what? <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. What have been your impressions? Eight seven seven eighty one one zero five three of the Mavericks free agency thus far. They did the thing where they brought Kyrie back. Three years, one hundred twenty-six million dollars. Congratulations! You did the thing. Congratulations! You did the you did the thing. You avoided spin. absolute calamity. You did the bare minimum. Wow. Oh, oh, we know oh, how Rigo oh, feels. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Right. By the way, national reaction to All Kyrie. Over Whoa. All over the place. Some with the idea that this just sealed Luca's exit here in a couple of years to this was a fantastic deal for the Dallas Mavericks paying, you know, Kyrie $42 million a year to your man. What's your man's name? Friend of KNC, uh, Ryan McDonough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got out there on NBA TV, was like, why the hell, I'm paraphrasing, why the hell would you give Kyrie $42 million and not only give him $42 million a year, do it with a player option for the third year? Because you, 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 you've already gone in on this. Like, that decision was made. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you've gone in, so you might as well, you know, you, you do were, the thing you, to you seal the deal. You needed another star. <laughs> he was the one that was available. 
you got married, right? <laughs> or at least you gave him the engagement ring, and now was the time to get That's to right. the, now was time to get to the altar. And you officially like, get hitched. <laughs> That's what you did, right? Like and seal the deal. You made sure you had a uh, you made sure you had an agreement, right? Like you had a prenuptial agreement in there. And that, I think that's the two plus one in a way where it's like, look. Oh, that was the prenup part? Kind of. Like, mm-hmm. if it, okay, if like it gets too now. bad, right, mm-hmm. we can make this shake in a different, in, you know, at a different portion of this. But, like, again, you they have been clear, the Cow- or sorry, the Mavs, that this was the way that they wanted to go. They wanted to re-sign Kyrie. And all things considered, like, as far as he has been with the Mavericks, he's been fine. He's not been an issue. Yeah, Kyrie's not the problem. <laughs> now, of course, like there's an implied yet in there, but I don't want to have that conversation. Right yeah, we don't do that today. Uh, but Keep so, it positive. Today. So yeah, he hasn't been an issue. So yeah, sign him up for what is pretty much his value. And funny enough, if Kyrie, like, if the last two years of like Kyrieness doesn't happen, how much money do you think no, Kyrie makes? That. that was good. Yeah, I would say commensurate to over forty million dollars. Probably more. Yeah. Right. Like, so yeah. this is the thing. It's like, yo, he gets he gets a good amount of money. You get to retain a high level talent, which is what he is. That allows you, if you if you play your cards right, to have a good team. Like you should be able to have a good team if you play your cards right, and if all you know, if all goes well, if all goes well is a whole different conversation that I don't want to have in this very moment. But yeah, no, it it was it was more than fine, but it wasn't like oh amazing, right? Because this is what we knew that they had to do. This yeah, you had to. You've kind of you've kind of in a way got yourself back to the same place. Right where you were last year, you just couldn't afford to go backwards. You went backwards the, the off season before. You couldn't afford to go backwards. And having Kyrie again, and with the way that the team is currently constructed, you're basically where you were to start last season. Yeah, and they mortgaged the idea of some of their future in terms of moving on from a future first-round pick, but also giving up you know, quality players in Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie to the right to have Kyrie Irving, not just for the rental that they had for the 20 games, you know, that he played in, but also for a few years beyond that. And that's exactly what they were able to do. So wasn't surprised, excited that they got it done. Uh, talking to someone over at the Mavs when the deal got done, uh, they told me, look, they like the fact that he's back. And Kyrie, as it was told to me, extremely hardworking when he came over here uh, at the trade deadline last year. So the Mavericks felt like they hit a home run with the deal that they got with Kyrie. The one that got people charged up a little bit, Dwight Powell back. Three years, $12 million, $4 million a year for the next three years. Do we have to do the thing? Okay, well, here, here's why I am with this, okay? Because okay, I just want to get that on the table. Do I need ISO or? No, okay. no, no, no. All right. Um, They need a stopgap starting center. Oh, you think that's it? Let's hope not. Uh, But for now, it is. Based on what you have between Powell, Holmes, and JaVale McGee at at the moment, and I guess Derek Lively uh, there as well. Derek- Ain't no way you're going into season with four centers right i that's what i tend to believe they're, they're not going into the season with four centers oh if we're considering dwight powell a center still uh my, even though he probably should be like a power forward my thought and belief is that javel mcgee will not be a part of this team by the time you get to the start of the regular season um but what dwight powell is is someone who can be a mentor as much as people don't want to hear that about dwight powell and the idea that right now if the season started today guess who your starting center is it's dwight powell right mm-hmm. now um this is a veteran who knows this team, knows this organization, and will help bring Derek Lively along. Those are the positive aspects for it. And he'll he'll do the things that you expect along Luka. He'll dive. Yep. He'll screen. He'll get hit in the face with the basketball. I don't know why that's a part of it, but it is. <laughs> it is. That is part why. of the Dwight Powell experience. But here's the thing. I've tried to help people with this. If you're evaluating the Powell signing through the lens of what I was just describing, him being a leader and helping Lively, it's a good signing 
at a good price. Even outside of the being a leader. Like, just yes. his play is like, he's kind of that player. But if you're evaluating it through the lens of what the Mavericks have talked about this offseason. And what the Mavericks have done consistently, which is, we try and frame, and framework is really the deal, is the name of the game with Dwight Powell and Mike. Mm-hmm. He's If he's framed properly, he's fine. Yes. Like, he's fine as just like a rotational big, one of the guys in your big room. The problem is every time they try and frame as a rotational big, like last season, right, for instance, mm-hmm. you bring in JaVale McGee, JaVale McGee will be your starting big. That's right. And then Dwight Powell will get some rotational minutes. That's and then right. when that doesn't work, it's like, why is Dwight Powell starting? Who put Dwight Powell starting? <laughs> Wait, why is he on the starting lineup? He back in the lineup again? And then yes. he ends up playing like 30 minutes. And then, and then right. because of the organizational situation, mm-hmm. he ends up – and I think, I, I think that that's the situation. If you could keep him in the right place – which you're going to still need to do some work to do. Correct. Then he's fine. And then you add on top of that, like, the idea that he always shows up to work. He's he's a guy as an organization that you can always put in front of the community and feel great about. He's a professional's professional. There you go. Is Dwight Powell. But if you're viewing it through the lens of, of what this organization has said throughout the offseason, which is we're going to remake the center rotation, we've got to improve defensively, and we've got to improve our rebounding, Dwight Powell does not do that and hasn't done it. So if you're depending on how you evaluate it, what lens you look at it through, you're either fine with the signing or you're looking at the Mavericks again with a lot of side eye. Like, hey, y'all keep telling us you're going to improve this, but y'all kept bringing back the same dude over and over again. How am I supposed to believe in what you're supposed to be changing when the faces keep running themselves back to the same place with this organization? That's right, Jason. And I think that's the tough part about the impressions of this is like they navigated the draft situation. And they were able to extract value from their first round pick, get some get some young talent. They mm-hmm. needed to do some of that. They brought Seth Curry in, a valuable. Speaking sh- of old faces and uh, old places yeah, again, valuable shooter if he's healthy and a guy who I imagine also maybe helps because he played with Kyrie before. Like maybe that hey, le- level of that? relationship right. helps you know make sure that there's a, a, enough relationships around Kyrie for him to be happy, which is something you have to consider. Mm-hmm. But I think what's tough is that it hadn't been a particularly like wildly active free agency. And people, oh boy. everybody knows around the Mavs that, like, they had work to do. Yes. And that work is not complete yet. So I think that that gets people angsty. And I understand that, but I feel like it's it's a little ill-placed because the, 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 the strongest portions of what they need to do, they can't do yet. You get what I mean? And right now, that free agency for these Mavericks hinge on the idea... As we get closer to July the 6th, when restricted free agents can start getting offer sheets from teams, is that right now, the Mavericks offseason appears to be hinging on the idea of getting a Grant Williams type, a Matisse Thibel type, or a P.J. Washington, shout out to Brittany Renner, um, around here when it comes to their next free agent acquisition to help out as a 3 and D wing, somebody that can defend and shoot a little bit. And if they strike out... On all three of those guys, that'd be them. Ooh, that'd boy. be them clearing all the hurdles, but the last one. All the hurdles, because I don't think they've cleared all the center hurdles. Yeah, right? I don't yeah. think they've cleared the two biggest ones that they said coming into this offseason they needed to clear. Yeah, no, that's a good point. For some reason, I had forgotten about the center. No, the two big ones, and so yeah, that's the problem. With this is what I was talking about months ago, and sorry to do the I said this before, but it's just like yo. There's a lot of things they have to navigate. Mm-hmm. They navigate a draft. Cool. Like, they have they re-signed Kyrie. Awesome. There's still more work to do, and I think that's why this is kind of an incomplete. But what they have done thus far is enough of a foundation to get to the end where you get to the end of offseason and you go, cool, you did it. And the, 
the wild thing about this, and I said this to you before we did this, before we started this show tonight. If they are able to clear all of the hurdles, I'm talking about get you an, a good, solid starting big that you feel comfortable with. I'm talking about getting you a sizable wing player that can maybe knock down some threes and can definitely play some defense, guard the other team's best perimeter player. You do all of these things. You come into the season, I'm still not sure how good of a basketball team you are when it comes to contending in the West because that's how tough it is. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation for another time because where this team is positioned based on some of the parts that they still have to improve, you're not looking at this team as a top six team right now in the West. Not not until they figure out what they're doing with center and, and wing. Correct. So there's still plenty of work to do. That work can still be done as the rest of the week goes on, especially on July 6th when restricted free agents can start to get offer sheets. We'll see if Boston's willing to match with Grant Williams. We'll see if Portland's willing to match you know, with Matisse Thibel. They've got a ton of things going on right now with the whole that Damian Lillard thing. I don't know if you heard about that Damian Lillard. Oh, thing. he he don't want to play in Portland anymore. No he don't want to be there anymore. No Interesting. Finally, finally. Or at least he's admitting that he doesn't want to be in Portland anymore. Don't get me started on Dame. I kind of want to, but we don't have time. We don't have time. Mm-hmm. And if we did, we'd be here for two hours. I guess we'll be here anyway. It's the get right. <laughs> We're Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, we get you caught up in the latest news and notes in and around the National Football League. We go around the NFL next on the get right. About to go around the NFL here on the Get Right. Reggie KG here on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. What up, though? Regal Mendoza holding it down for you. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The text line, 877-811053. 877-811053. If you want to get in on the conversation, we're with you until 11 o'clock tonight here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers. Don't forget... At 8.20, Nick Angstad of Locked On Mavericks is going to be joining us here to talk a little Mavericks basketball here as well. Yeah, we don't figure out where they're supposed to go from here. Yeah, because uh, there's several directions they could go. And we got to figure out where they're going to go based on what they have done and what they haven't done up to this point. But we'll talk with Nick at 8.20 here on 105.3 The Fan. We're also live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam and on YouTube as well. Search 105 through the fan on YouTube and hit the subscribe button while you are there. Uh, Rigo, let's go around the National Football League here on your home of the Dallas Cowboys. See, now this is that time of year. Oh, no. When You copping please already? No, here's the thing. Okay. We're three weeks away from training camp. Woo! And you know 105 through the fan got you covered. <laughs> we going to have wall-to-wall coverage on these airwaves. Sean and RJ. That's right. KNC Masterpiece. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the G-Bag Nation. They all going to be in Oxnard mm-hmm. covering your team, America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Woo-hoo-hoo! <laughs> keep it here on 105 through the fan. You, you don't want to miss it. You sound so excited. Did I? About the idea. Because here, here's the thing about Reds that people don't know. What's that? So I, I, I also don't know what you're going to say. Let me. When we get to this time of year, the time in between, you know, the month, the beginning of the month of July and when training camp starts, Reg lows this time of the year because. I mean, Wimbledon's on. I'm, I'm having a great time. We're talking about football, though. Oh. Football. Mm-hmm. You know, football's a 24-7, 365-day proposition. Is it, though? Is, has it not become that? 
these days, Roger wants you talking about the NFL all the time, every day. Oh, is that why he was out here saying that the the, the teams were to blame for the, the turf in the Super Bowl? Yo, yo. There is no other league on planet Earth that gets away with it more low-key shaming their own players than the National Football he League. He said low-key. On the slick. Because Roger just casually, the NFL just casually throwing it out there. Well, if they wouldn't be wearing them damn cleats in that Super Bowl, they wouldn't be slipping all over the place. Really, Rog? Although, to be fair, really? is that Roger's fault? I think uh, pro football talk. We're talking about the talk. Chiefs and the Eagles, by the way. It was a uh, pro football talk. Uh, was Florio got out here leaking stuff. He was like, hey, we found out that uh, apparently they've been out there saying <laughs> amongst themselves that it's actually the team's fault. Okay, now, now wait a minute. Y'all should have known better. Bring, bring, uh, bring other cleats. Let's, let's role play this. Oh, God. Somebody brings this tip to Florio, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, I got, got a big scoop for you. Florio, well, what is it? Somebody out here dogging the Chiefs and the Eagles for out here wearing them cleats. Like, wait, what, what are you talking about? Somebody said the reason why they were slipping all over the field is because they weren't wearing the damn cleats. What? That, that's the scoop you got from He's me? like, you know what? Don't even worry about that. I'll put that in file. <laughs> When it get a little file slow. File that up. File that up. When it get a little slow. When Aaron Rodgers chills out on that ayahuasca, we're going to put this out as Fire news, baby. We're going to put this out as news, baby. And then we're going to have a whole segment on pro football talk with Chris Sims about his top 10 quarterbacks and how disgusting and how horrible of a list it is. And then we'll talk about the Chiefs and the Eagles and all that other stuff. All right. So this is where I can let y'all in on a little industry secret. Oh. When it hits about June or sorry, right about July. That's right. That's when lists come out. Because you know what a hey, list is? Hey, 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 Content. Content, baby. Because you, you, know, you, know, you know what you're never going to get with a list? Agreement. Agreement, yes. <laughs> you're never yes. going to put out a list where everybody's That's like, right. perfectly fine. I agree with all of this. It's very agreeable. Thank you. Pass it along. Like, no, it's always just like. Lists were made you, for controversy. You have the audacity. <laughs> the unmitigated goal. I love that we immediately yes, went to the same place. Immediately. Uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's just it's what happens. So, yes, of course, he puts out the top ten list, by the way, on these uh, these airwaves tomorrow, uh, next week <laughs> on, the, uh, on the Get Right when we have the all-star break and uh, the Get Right is on frequently. Prepare yourself for some lists. Just gonna, I'm going to be very for, forthright with you. Prepare yourself for some lists. I got them in here already. Don't even worry about it. I can give you a, a, a taste if you want ahead of time, but no, we're going we to talk about some lists. That's right now, 4-0. To this day! Yeah, that's right. Um, were we supposed to be talking about the field conditions? Do what do you do you do you have any feelings on this? Like the idea that, hey man, y'all should y'all should just be prepared. Y'all if should they have... could ball like that on the, in in those cleats, sign me up for watching those dudes playing those cleats all the time. Because what the Eagles and the Chiefs did in that Super Bowl was incredible football. Okay, and I don't put on for the Eagles because you know what? Are we, what are our favorite friends, Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray say? Dallas forever, Philly, Philly forever. forever. That, that's that's yep. right. That's right. Um, but I, look, I don't care. I mean, whatever. Figure out a way to either get better cleats or a better, you know, product on the. I mean, in look, terms of the surface, the thing, the whole idea that this is a neutral site kind of makes it incumbent upon the league themselves to have the best conditions possible, right? This is your showcase. Yeah. This is supposed to be your day. What are the youngins out here saying? It sounds like a skill issue. I'm sorry. Is that what the, is that what, is that the what they say? Saying? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a skill issue, right? It sounds the like a skill issue. Say, that's what they say. I don't, what, can put this in a put this in a proper context. Can you use it for a sentence? Use yeah, it in a, use sentence, it in a sentence, please. Mm, my friend couldn't get the kill on Call of Duty. That sounds like a skill issue. I don't oh, know. okay, gotcha. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. It's like, it's all like right, when people you. say sounds like a user error. Yeah, it that sounds like be, a user error. Yeah, there you go. All right, fantastic. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Uh, 
By the way, on 940, we're on four times next week. Is it four? Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. What happened to Friday? Baseball's back. Oh, that's right. We don't have baseball. Let's go. That's right. Have you gotten into the baseball season the way? I, sorry, that's not even. Anyways, we're talking football. about football right. here. We're, talk, we're, we're talking no, about no, we're Rogers not. football. No, we're not. We're here. not talking about football. We're talking about cleats. There's a difference. That we're playing on a football field. Okay, fantastic. You want real? You want actual football? Yes, please. All right, here you go. <laughs> I feel like we've tortured the people enough. Speaking of lists, <laughs> what I tell you? Here you go. The most intriguing NFL players for 2023. This comes from your good uh, friend Dan Graziano of ESPN. Good work. He does good work. Mm-hmm. Uh, who will define the next year? Now, the reason why I bring this up is because there's some names on this list that I find very intriguing. Speaking of video games, it's very apropos. That our man Rigo would bring up. What was it? Call of Duty? Is it? Is it the mm-hmm. game? Of, yeah, it was Call of Duty. The number one player of the most intriguing uh, players for twenty twenty three. Kyler Murray. <laughs> it's so sad that I knew exactly where that was. Kyler going. Murray, most intriguing player going into the twenty twenty three NFL season. Of course, my man coming back from his season ending torn ACL. Hopefully, he's been in his playbook enough to where he can get out there and do his thing. I away. completely forgot about the ACL. Oh, you man, forgot. what was the cards doing last year? Um, what were they besides doing? messing up? Uh, no, th- that's the tough thing about participating Tyler. in JJ Watt's retirement tour, playing video <laughs> games. Probably. Um, yeah, the tough thing about Kyler is like we've seen the skill level is there. Like it's, it's like is it going to come together in a way where he applies himself for one? But then two, is that team sustainable enough for him to like look good? Because one mm-hmm. thing about it is we are have you know the the mock draft season starts as soon as the draft happens, right? And everybody is already in that place. We're like, yeah, Arizona's going to get the number one overall pick, which means they are supposed to stink. And <laughs> how much of that is like, yo, we don't rate uh, Kyler Murray, and how much of that is just like they're, the things around him are not sufficient? I just find tanking in the NFL abhorrent. I really do. Well, of course. I think it's just disgusting. Not going to lie to you. Um, but they're going to be bad this year. <laughs> Arizona's not going to be not going to be good. Um, another intriguing player in the NFL a lot of these guys are quarterbacks for these teams, but there's one I wanted to focus on that wasn't necessarily a uh, a quarterback that I found very intriguing because there's been a lot of talk about him this offseason and maybe if there's a rift or two, you know, in the current city that he plays in. Oh, is it Stephon? That's right. Yeah, Stephon Diggs. Yeah, and I this is tough with the Stephon Diggs thing because I haven't been like – deep in it because it's all felt kind of like nonsense. And then also we, have, felt a little nonsense, we haven't gotten a lot of information into what it actually is. Mm-hmm. We just kind of heard the scuttlebutt around and what am I supposed to do with that? Um, but like if I, if I am to believe what I have heard, right, he seems to kind of just be like, yo, they not considering me enough, which I dog, it feels like they consider you a lot, but also at the same time, there is easily a place where you can make the argument that he made Josh Allen. Like you could make the argument. I feel like it might be a little, a little bit, you know, extraneous. You might be doing a little much. Mm-hmm. But consider this: Josh Allen came in and looked terrible to start. And I like this is not revisionist history. You can go look at it. He just didn't look good, and he figured it out when they brought in Stephon Diggs, right? Like when you've got the always open and the guy who opens up the like the uh, intermediate routes. Mm-hmm. Then it starts working with Josh Allen. And that's not to say that like he created Josh Allen's abilities, because those abilities have been there. And apparently we gotta look at Wyoming and be like, what the hell were y'all doing over there when y'all had this monster available to you? Right? But all those things being said, like the unlocking of Josh Allen happens when you bring in Stefan Diggs. And that is in no small measure because Stefan Diggs is amazing. And so like I don't know to what level his gripe seems to be, if there actually is a gripe, because again. This is, like, real drama stuff. But, like, I feel like he might have some ground here, guys. Like, he was very important to making this thing start going. 
my thing is, if you're Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, the the relationship between the two of them and them being on the same page is really is what's going to make this offense go. Because if Josh Allen's going to stay your primary running back, it feels like at this point. Oh, and uh, you should stop doing that, by the way. Exactly. That's probably a good idea at this point. Stop making Josh Allen your primary running back. Um, the two of them is going gonna, is gonna to make this offense go in Buffalo. And any kind of rift needs to be alleviated by the time they get to the, the beginning of the regular season. And that sounds nice, but like sometimes it depends on what the rift is and if it like how manageable and patchable it is cuz sometimes you just go, I would love to fix this, but how? And for again, on the outside, we don't have a lot of things that we could say about it because I'm not privy to that, but I also it, it's starting to feel like it might be a but how situation cuz like I have a strong feeling they don't want this level of uh, animosity between these. Didn't they? Didn't they cancel a whole day of like whatever the OTA minicamp thing was that they were doing just behind this? Right, like they they legitimately were like we were supposed to do something. Actually, we're not doing it no more because we just got to make sure that this is right. Like it seems like at least they have their minds in the right place. I don't. I can't really speak on if they're doing the right things. Again, not privy to those things, but like. It seems like they they hold it in some level of regard, and yet and still here we are where it's not entirely mended. I it, it is going to be intriguing to see once we get to when when the games really matter if these things are together, if these guys are actually on the same page. And when I say these guys, I don't just mean those players. I mean organizationally because I I wonder how far up this level of rift that may or may not be actually goes. That's your trip around the National Football League right here on your home of the Cowboys, one hundred five three the fan. See how we gave you that. Don't you love it? It wasn't even a list. Kind of. It was kind of a list. That's what this part of the season's for, Reg. Okay. Right there. That's how we make it work. Coming up next on the Get Right. Who are the winners and losers of this first week in a free agency, Portland? We'll talk about it next on the Get Right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 